Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024. And welcome once again to Emerge, the radio show. I'm Sharon, producer for the Emerge team. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you started the new year off on the right foot. The Emerge team sure did at our annual New Year's Day Entrepreneur Prayer Breakfast at New Beach Grove Baptist Church in Newport News. Thanks to everyone that joined us and everyone involved in bringing this event to life. Lots of networking, of course, good food and fellowship and words of profound encouragement from Pastor Dr. Willard Maxwell Jr. Today's show shares those encouraging words. Of course, we'll still make a divine decision with Dorothea and Deshana will give us her two cents on finance. But first, let's kick things off with some amazing tips to help you emerge as a CEO. Let's head on over with Tiffany into the CEO's corner. I'm Tiffany Boyle and welcome to the CEO Corner. It is January, everybody. It's the new year and it is also Financial Wellness Month. How appropriate is this right after the holidays? I know for me, I do no spend January to get my life back on track after spending so much on presents uh, and traveling. This year, I am trying no spend January and February. So everybody pray with me, you know, keep me encouraged that I can do this. As a CEO, this is the time to go through tax information, accounting practices, profit and loss statements to make sure you start your year off on the right foot. We have to make sure our organizations are financially well. You know me, I always provide tips to help you improve. So tips to ensure your organization is financially well, have a clear business plan, monitor your financial position, ensure customers pay you on time, know your day-to-day costs, Keep up-to-date accounting records, meet tax deadlines, become more efficient and control overheads, control stock. So CEOs, I wish you much success. I'm Tiffany Boyle, and that's my tip from the CEO corner. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Hey, I thought you and the boys were doing some environmental cleanup thing today. We are. Well, it looks more like you're going fishing. We are. And that's the example you're setting for our children. Uh Uh-huh. Conservation is easy. Every time you purchase a fishing license or register your boat, you're helping to preserve our nation's coastlines, lakes, rivers, and streams, protecting memories for generations to come. To learn about all the ways your participation in boating and fishing help the environment, visit takemefishing.org slash conservation. The sun's shining, birds are singing, and all feels right in the world. Until the season changes, and suddenly you lose your motivation to get out of bed. In fact, one in five people experience some form of depression, no matter the season or time of year. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all, because we want you to live your best life and be your best you all year round. Please visit mentallyhealthynation.org to learn more. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh Text and whatever. 
But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. What if one day you went to your secret hiding place? You know, that spot that only you know about? And instead of what you came for, you found something a little different. What if instead of your private stash, you found a simple phone number? 1-800-662-HELP. What would you do? Would you stop and give it some thought? Would you make the call? The truth is, all drug use comes with risk. Before those risks become real, before drugs turn your life upside down, before drugs take their toll on you and your family, know that there is help. You can quit. If you or someone you love is struggling with drug use or prescription drug misuse, call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral. Or go to samhsa.gov slash thereishelp. I drive my bus in a busy city. That's why road safety is so important to me. I know that I must slow down and be extra careful when I make a wide turn. Buses need more room than cars. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. Next time you're driving, remember to give buses plenty of time and space to finish turning before driving ahead. Let's all plan to share the road safely. Learn how at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. You're listening to Emerge the Podcast. If you would like to partner with us and have your business spotlighted on the show, contact us at EmergeTheMagazine.com. So good morning, everybody. I am Deshayna Kim Garnett. I am the CEO of Emerge, and I want to welcome you to our fourth annual Entrepreneur Prayer, which is proudly presented by Emerge in partnership with Maxwell Realty and graciously hosted by the New Beach Grove Baptist Church. Together today, we gather to seek divine guidance and blessings for our entrepreneurial journey ahead. May this event inspire and empower each participant on their path to success. I would now like to turn it over to our CEO, Ms. Tiffany Boyle. Hello, good morning, good morning. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for getting up uh, somewhat early on New Year's Day. I don't know what everybody was doing last night, but I know most of us stayed up till midnight at least. Um, so I really want to thank our sponsors because without um, them, we would not have this amazing breakfast. I want to thank Richardson Realty, who's sitting in the back. Thank you. And our title sponsor was Deadly's Driving uh, Center. So if you need a CDL or if you get in trouble with, your, with driving, you can go get some points taking a, a driving class. Uh, none of us has ever gotten a ticket, right? Right, right. I just want to say that it was so exciting to see all of you get up, go meet some new people, get to know some of the old people that you already know. It was very exciting, a good way to start the year off. Um, now we're going to go into our prayer time. So hopefully you did the scan me card and um, filled out any prayer requests that you have for yourself and your business. And we will be praying for you continually throughout the year to make sure that you are successful and on the right path and following what your purpose is. So Emerge does this every year. And I want to say this is our fourth year doing it. We just like to start off the year um, what we feel is the right path. 
um, really focusing on the Lord and focusing on what our purpose is and making sure we don't get distracted 365 days Sorry. from now. Um, and so we asked a man of God to lead us or a man or woman of God. And I was like, who better to lead us than someone who actually lives entrepreneurship? Um, he brings entrepreneurship to how he leads his church in his um, personal life and his professional life. And he can yeah, really yeah. talk to us and pray for us about how to depend and lean on God through those hard times and give him blessings and everything, even through the good and the bad times. So we want to thank the pastor of New Beach Grove yeah. for doing this, especially after preaching and doing all this stuff and bringing in the new year at midnight. Yeah, so it definitely takes a lot. Um, and we thank you, Pastor Maxwell, for supporting Emerge and supporting entrepreneurs. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, again, it's good to be here. And we just thank uh, Commissioner Boyle and her team Emerge for just having a vision of bringing entrepreneurs together. And, all right, happy new year. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, we just thank her for putting on this event to start off the new year right, uh, to pray, um, to fellowship, to come together. And I don't want to mess up their introduction, but I just had to welcome you to New Beach Grove, and I'm about to pray for this food, and you're going to eat, and we're going to get into this program, okay? Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this great fellowship. We thank you for this great time, Lord. And we just ask for you, Lord, to just use this food to nourish our bodies and, and bless us and allow us to have a great fellowship, a great teaching, a great prayer, a great networking, a great time of elevation to be able to sharpen each other's skills on today. Because you said iron sharpens iron. One can set a thousand flights, two can set 10,000. We have several people here so we can just network together. We know that we can move this world for you. We thank Thank you for this food. We ask for you to bless it in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Entrepreneurship is, is to me, it's, it's definitely from the heart of God um, because God said he wants uh, you to be prosperous and in good health. He said he came to give you life and to give it to you what? More abundantly. And he really don't give you an abundant life straight through nine to fives. A lot of times we think nine to fives are our source. First of all, God is our source. Our nine to five is our seeds, right? And those seeds are what we plant, not only just in the kingdom, when we say an offering, because it does, whatever church you go to or whatever organization you that do well in the community that you give to, yes, you should do that because you should be able to take care of the less fortunate and things of that nature, but also they are seeds to plant for your own life. The crazy thing about an apple is, I always know how many seeds in the apple if I open it up, but I don't know how many apples are in the seed. Cause when you plant a seed, you don't know how many apples you're gonna get. You're gonna get more than one, but how many is it gonna grow? So all I'm saying is when you begin to do your business, don't quit your job right away. Some people say, oh, I wanna be an entrepreneur and I just quit today. And they think that, oh, I can just take vacations. No, dude, no, sister. It's harder to when you run in your own business, you have to have discipline. And sometimes nine to fives help work the discipline in us to make sure that we're able to do it. And sometimes you need to use your nine to five to plant the seeds into your vision to help your vision grow. Maxwell Realty started in a great place called my house. <laughs> and after that, I opened my first office. It was in a warehouse. Nobody was there, but it was an office. 
Then I finally moved on the Main Street. I bought a house right on Panola Road in Stone Mountain, Georgia, on the Main Street and converted to a commercial property. And then I ended up getting a great big office on Hugh Howe Mill Road in Atlanta. And then my agent said, man, you know what? Let's just not have an office and you can cut down our feed because we just meet everybody at Starbucks now. So I was like, okay, cool. And that's what I did. And But at the end of the day, it worked that way. But you never know. What I'm saying is you got to always be able to evolve, all right? So anyway, let me go ahead and get into my points. So you're about to make it long and be a lying preacher again. <laughs> I, I'm going to give you eight points I need you to be able to do. And it's, it's from my book if you want to buy it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you eight points from chapter one. Uh, my leadership growth book. Leadership growth, the power and the pain. Oh, it's in the back. You can see it and buy it and everything. It's $20. But for you, nine, 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 amen. <laughs> All right, since y'all at the entrepreneur event. But anyway, number one, grow your pain capacity. You will never grow your business or yourself beyond the capacity of pain you can take. No pain, no gain. Can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. That's what they say. God said, I will give you a hundredfold in this lifetime with persecutions which means alone comes hate when you are blessed. Nobody hates you if you're homeless, unless you're real evil. Nobody hates you in the cubicle. If you can't handle cubicle hate, you definitely can't handle the front office. You have to be able to handle the pain because comes great blessings, come great responsibility, and comes great resistance because everybody thinks they can do what you do better than you. They all want to say, whatever you can do, I can do better. But you were the one blessed to be there. And you have to have some thick skin and you can't worry about how everyone talks about you. Can I tell you something? I was on a trip in Africa and I was just doing everything Reverend Gunn said because me, <clears throat> I'm a leader. But first, I'm a follower. You cannot lead until you learn how to follow. And I was busting bricks almost, really. I mean, I don't know what he had me. I, I was looking so bad on Facebook, my church members were direct messaging me, are you okay, Pastor? You all right? They thought I was about to die over there. I mean, I lost weight and everything. If you want to go on a mission trip and you want to lose weight, go with Reverend Guns. If you want to gain weight, go with Reverend Heard. Reverend Guns works you to death. But the funny thing about it, I was working, I was working, I was working, and then he wanted me to preach one night because the guest preacher didn't come and I preached. And some lady said, wow, I thought you was just his flunky. I didn't know you was a pastor. And I said, okay. She said, you don't care? I said, why would I care what you think? Whatever you think does not make me who I am or not. What you think about me is of no consequence. When somebody, when I'm on a trip and I'm submitted to somebody else, unless they get me to do something unethical, I'm submitted to them. So I don't have anything to prove to you. You have to get to that point where you don't worry about what anybody say about you. Let me tell you something about boring people. Boring people are broke. They broke. If you don't do anything outside the box and bring any attention, you boring and you're not breaking any new ways, you're not gonna make any money. You cannot come back and do, make your money the way Tyler Perry made his money because the industry is prepared for that and you're gonna have to figure out another way how to make that much money because they're not gonna let you own your own stuff that quick sometimes to help you go. So you gotta learn how to do it another way. And you can't worry about how you look because they talked about Tyler Perry, they laughed at him all the way and he laughing with a billion dollars in the bank. <laughs> Number two, you have to increase your relationship capacity. 
increase your relationship capacity. That's something that was hard for me to do. I ran a campaign, I didn't win, but it helped me be a relationships more because I'm an introvert. I know people don't believe me when I get a microphone, but when I'm under the anointing, I can talk. But y'all didn't see me talking to y'all. Y'all played the game, I was over there in the corner because that's just not my gift. That's why I hang around Jonathan, let him talk. Hang around Jennifer, let her talk. Hang around Timmy, let her talk. And I triangulate myself into the conversation. I say something here and there, but I really don't initiate much. I say, hey, how you doing? Let you talk. And I listen. And y'all be like, am I listening? Yes, I heard what you said. But I don't have nothing to say. It ain't my time to talk. But I had to learn how to build my relationship capacity. And when I built my relationship capacity, because I, I met an HVAC person who knew about me, but I didn't really know him, you know what? All of a sudden, I'm fussing at God one day, and I'm like, man, you told me that we need to build this commercial kitchen, and now the HVAC went out, and it costs $30,000. What you gonna get me to do? La, la, la. And I'm fussing, and this is when my leg was broken. And I'm riding in the car, my member looking at me, I'm like, don't worry, there's a conversation with God, don't keep me out of the car. All of a sudden, the Tommy Gardner called me and said, hey, Pastor Maxwell, hey, I need you. God is moving me to give you an HVAC, I believe. If you would take it, I was like, yeah. You know how we talk. I almost said my N-word, but he white. I was like, man, my, oh, no, thank you, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Because I was so crunk, man. I, and he was explaining to me why he giving it to me. And I was so excited that I wanted to get out there. I'm like, man, well, he shut up so I can go tell somebody else. But he the one giving me the, the AC. A $30,000 unit for free just because I made a relationship connection. Didn't win a job that I would have got paid $24,000 for a whole year. I made $30,000 in one day. All they we had to do was pay them $5,000 to put it up there. Brand new you, for free. And when they came without relationships, stop hanging around people that look like you only. People say, why I hang around, don't hang around preachers as much. Preachers got the same thing I got, a church. Church members that get on their nerves. Deacons and Trump, why? Why I need to hang? I need to hang with other people. That's why I know people like Scott. What's up, Scott? Cool white dude, real estate guy. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you got to begin to cross-pollinate. So you, see, 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 yeah, I mean, I don't want to get all crazy with y'all, but this, this is who I am. You know, the reason why, uh, I don't want to sound so crazy, but this, sometimes we stagnate our growth because we only hang around people that are like us. You need somebody that will stretch you and take you somewhere else into territories you wouldn't go into. All right? So being related to capacity. Number three, you got to build your exposure capacity. You got to come to this type of stuff, this exposure. You met somebody else. You met a, a real estate person. You met a, a fashion mogul. You met a hairdresser. You, you, you met a stylist. You met a commissioner. You met a COO. You met somebody that give you oil that tell you that your beard is, is ashy and you need oil for it. You, 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 you met. You, you. You met different people because you have to expose yourself in order to stretch yourself. I know people say, be a master of, of one thing. And my thing is, you need to know something about everything. Because the more I know, the more circles I can run in and the more times I can get blessed. See, you need to hang around individuals that can help you increase your leadership capacity. 
Truth be told, McDonald's, dude, was McDonald's owned by, McDonald's at one time was owned by the McDonald brothers. But because they didn't understand business, Ray Kroc took their business. Ray Kroc was only selling milkshakes. And crazy thing about it, anytime I go to McDonald's, I'm praying if the milkshake machine works. He was only selling milkshakes, but he came in and he stepped up leadership and took McDonald's to a whole nother level. McDonald's is the biggest real estate owner in the world. It owns more real estate than anybody. Because he understood leadership. He said, hold on, I can't control them if I keep going over here. You know what, Marcus, you cooking your fries different. Tiffany, why are you cooking the fries? Do a thing like You want to be saying, you know what? Go ahead. I'm gonna buy this land. You can only get, you can only get the building on land that I own. So you own the building, but I own the land. But if you don't do what I want to do, I'm gonna foreclose on the land and take your building. So that keeps you in compliance. He learned about leadership and he learned how to, how to leverage his resources in order to keep people in compliance to make sure that his business stayed in uniform. You understand? You got to put some policies and procedures and systems in place with your business so you won't have to touch it all the time. You know what? You got two hands to show that you're limited. You can't, even Jesus said, I can't do it all. I'm going to send you the comfort. I'm going to send you the Holy Ghost because I can't show you everything myself. So I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit, okay? So I'm not saying you're the Holy Spirit, but you need to go find somebody that can help you with your business. Now, don't go get nobody in the beginning, in the embryonic stages. You don't need no COO when you just start because then they're going to be bringing their ideas and y'all going to be clashing. Get to the point where your DNA is immersed in your business, then start bringing people on, Okay. Let me hurry up and get out of here because I said I was going to be short. Four, grow your identity capacity. If you the same person you used to be, you ain't going nowhere. People say, you change. Uh, yeah. Why shouldn't I? If I'm the same guy that I was at 25, my God, am I special? You need to grow and you need to change. You need to evolve. You need to grow. You need to find somebody that can grow with you. Sometimes marriages don't work because one person continues to grow and the other person doesn't. You got to continue to grow and connect yourself with people that have the capacity to grow. When I first got here uh, to New Beach Grove, Brother Marcus, they would always tell me, they come to my office when I'd be in that study sometimes, they'd be like, oh, why you ain't never in your office? You need to be in your office. I can't grow a church in my office. I need to be out in the highways and byways. They need to be out here in the streets meeting people. I got to learn how to do this and that. Well, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do no comedy. You don't need to do all this. How about you worry about your own life? <laughs> if my life overwhelming, you don't look at my life. You can't worry about what people say about you. Everybody tell me, oh, you, somebody met with me and I met with her. I'm almost called her name, girl. She wanted to meet with me to tell me she had been mad at me and wanted to apologize to me because she said I was just doing too much and I was talking to God and he was in lit. And but everything you do be working. And I was like, why he doing so much? Why are you worried about me? What I do is I expand on what God gives me. But one thing I do, you need to know the vision for your life and your business. I don't do anything that doesn't fit my vision. If it doesn't fit my vision, I don't do it. The reason why I could do the NAACP and in touch and chaplaincy and, 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 and border review, all that stuff fit my vision. 
but certain things people ask me, I said no. I say no far more than I say yes, but because I do so many things, people think I say yes more. If you really want to have a great business, you need to learn how to say no. Somebody bought me a no button because on Sundays, when people ask me, I don't, man, Sundays, if I tell you, yeah, I'm going to just tell you I meant to say no. Because I tell people, don't ask me no Sunday because I'm not going to remember what you asked me. And people all want to ask me something on Sunday. And I let them give it, I get them a disclaimer, even when they ask me, I ain't going to remember. I'm telling you, don't miss me on Sunday. I got to preach my mind ain't thinking about you. But somebody bought me a no button. My friend uh, uh, brought me a no button uh, back in the day, a preacher friend of mine, uh, Dr. Shepard. And, 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 and so anytime somebody asks me, I just go get the little no button. It say no five different ways. No, 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 no. I wanted to say heaven no, but it didn't say it. You got to learn how to say no because narrow is the gate of success. Wide is the gate of failure. You hear me? All right, let me get out of here. Anyway, I'm going to go on and get all my eight points. I don't care what y'all say. That Negro lie in church. You got to grow your, your crisis capacity. Ooh, ain't nothing like a good crisis. You know that? When you, when David killed Goliath, everybody was like, he must be the king. Because nobody was able to kill him. When you go through trials and tribulations and your followers see that you can make it through and your enemies see, and don't worry about when people talk about you. You know why New Vision Grown grew from 300 folk to 1,500 folk in a year? Because everybody was talking about me. He crazy. So wrong with him. He country. I ain't country. I'm southern. I'm from the A. We definitely more seated than you. I'm just from the south. The dirty south. The A, baby. My southern draw is not country. Whatever you may say. But, but they would talk about me so bad that people would come there just to see if I was crazy as they thought. And maybe I was kind of close to it, but I wasn't as crazy as they were saying I was. And it grew. I don't care what type of publicity you're getting, it's free publicity. Commercials cost money. So when your haters talk about you, they are only advertising you. Let me tell you something. When 9-11 when, when, when hit, T.D. Jakes and all the other folks, they weren't going to preach, they were calling me. I was famous for a year. I was getting on the plane and I'd be like, well, if I'm not going to preach, I'm going to heaven. Now, I'd be scared on the way back. Well, I don't know about this. Lord, help me. Jesus, please get me safe. Don't let this plane crash. I'm telling you, 9-11, dude, I was preaching everywhere. Everywhere. California, New York. I was on the road, boy. And, and, and one time, they, 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 they were, the plane was taking off, and then they had to turn it around because they said they had a tailwind that was too strong. And I was like, hold on. Now, I'm scared. Like, what they talking about? Like, are they really doing some covert situation? And, and the daggone air marshal on here telling us the terrorists on the plane, why in the world they got to turn around and go the other way? I don't believe this. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Hey, hey. But I'm black, so I got quiet because, you know, they'll arrest me even though I'm scared. <laughs> but the thing about it was they needed a headwind because the plane couldn't lift up as fast with too much of a tailwind. It needed a friction so it could get up in the air because it's too heavy. Your enemy's resistance helped you get up quicker because it keeps you on your knees. 
and they become your stepping stool. They're not your stumbling block. When you get a hater, you better start taking out your good china. You better start getting out your grape pone. Go get the Cristal. Come on, somebody, go get the Moe. Don't get their cheap wine. Don't get the cheap stuff. You got to go get the good stuff because when your enemies come at you, that means you're blessed around the corner because he said he prepares a place for me in the presence of my enemies. When your enemies come, it's because they know you're going somewhere. Ain't it funny how somebody can be like, oh, did you lose weight? And you're like, no, no. And you start realizing a few weeks later, I am losing weight because they don't see you as much as you see yourself. And so they see the growth that you don't even realize. And God has brought you to a whole nother level. And you wonder why the people around you acting crazy. They always didn't like you anyway. But now that they feel that you elevated above them, now that hate is coming out because they see that you're business is about to blow up because the demon in them can see the spirit in you is about to be elevated. Stop letting your haters dictate that you stop. Let them know that I better push through now, baby, because my blessing is coming around the corner because the devil can only kill, steal, and destroy. He can't create anything. So the minute he sees you about to be blessed, he steps on the scene and try to convince you that you're not going to be blessed. Your business is about to blow up. It's about to blow up. You better be like Martin. You like a man smoking at the gas station. You about to blow up. <laughs> Let me get out of here. Number six, grow your character capacity. Only thing you have is your name. If you mess up your name, you mess up your business. Can I tell you something? I know you want to brand your business. I know you want to brand your logo. But can I tell you something? You your brand. You are the brand. When they see you, what's the brand? Do they see good character or not? When somebody talk about you, do they know it's a lie? The people that know you? Or do they be like, oh no. Chris Rock talked about his two daughters. He said, if Lola say she got hit, I'm going to go get a gun and I'm going to shoot them. I'm going to put DNA on it to make sure they know I killed them if she said a boy hit her. Now, if the other girl say this, I'm like, well, what happened? <laughs> you just can't go shoot nobody because of what she said because he know his two daughters. You understand? Do the people know what they get when they see you? Increase your character capacity. People will judge you by your character. Your character will open up doors that sometimes your gifts won't even open for you. I had people going to see houses with me and be like, man, you really know what you're doing. I'm like, what you thought, man? I just hear you preaching. I just figured, even if you didn't know that God was going to show you something. <laughs> Ain't no way in the world I'm just going to go with you just because you preach if you don't know nothing about real estate. But the thing about it is they felt like they were going to get somebody with some integrity. They ain't even, they thought I could have been the dumbest agent in the world. But they was glad I knew something, but they knew they were going to get somebody honest with integrity. Number seven, hallelujah, I'm almost done. Grow your risk capacity. By the time you get comfortable with the decision, it's too late. You got to make decisions while you're uncomfortable. You can't get totally comfortable. If you get totally comfortable with an idea, somebody else done took it already. Now, I'm not saying just jump out and do anything, but when you have a vision and it's in your spirit and God has planted something in you, you got to jump out when he say it. It made no sense for me to start my real estate company here in 2020. Now, 
Some of y'all know this, y'all tired of hearing this, but God made me stop doing real estate when I came here. I was mad because I had money. Church had forgot to pay me for three months. I didn't even know I didn't get paid because I still had so much money in the bank. Only reason I found out they didn't pay me, I was going to get my, the Lexus truck I was buying. I was like, hey, I need to check stuff. Like, oh man, we forgot to pay you. That's why I just get them to pay me once a month. Okay, they paid me. Because <laughs> twice a month, I'm like, they might forget. They don't want to get paid weekly. I ain't no time. How many checks I might miss? But the thing about it is, I, 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 I was blessed because I, had, I, I knew how to take risk. I knew how to take calculated risk when I was doing real estate, and I still do it. You have to pray about it, but you got to be uncomfortable. Faith is making decisions even though you're uncomfortable, right? So you got to learn how to take calculated risk. By the time you get comfortable, it's too late. Learn how to pray about it. Know your business. Know yourself. Now, if you don't know how to do how, don't you go out here and just go buy a $500,000 house and you ain't never bought a house before? No, you take risks. Oh man, you know I'm gonna lunch this business because I know how to do this clothing line. I think I need to lunch it over here. But anyway, when I opened my business in 2020, it made no sense. But that's what God told me to do. I was mad. You told me not to open my business for eight years. Now you're telling me to open it in the pandemic. And God said, Negro, did I ask you anything? And I said, no, sir. So I went ahead and did what he said. Man, nobody would imagine. Man, real estate boom was the biggest it ever been in years. That's when I met you, 2020, ain't it? Pandemic, we was out there making money. Everybody was scared we had on masks and gloves and hazmat suits, but we was selling houses. The best time of real estate ever. And I, I lost it because it was a snow in my spirit to do it. Now that was my business, it made no sense. When I posted my first video, I was showing a house and I had the gloves on, people were laughing at me. But I'm laughing now, ha ha ha. Hee <laughs> hee <laughs> number eight. I done made it, y'all. I'm teaching for the commissioner revenue. <laughs> I done made it to the big house. <laughs> Number eight, you have to continue to build your capacity to network. No matter what, of course you build relationships, but you need to network too. Do you know everybody you do business with ain't your friend? Some people are like, how you work with so-and-so? They ain't even nice. They don't even like you. I don't care. My chick was good. That's what I had to teach my church. Church kept using these people to fix this leak at this yellow house we own on Tabs Lane. And no matter how many times it rained from the sky, it always leaked. And I'm like, why in the world are you still paying them every time it rained? It's not fixed. I'm, don't you? Well, well, they so nice and they Christians. I don't care if they talk to Satan himself. I need somebody who can fix this leak. I'm going to fire them. Don't you call them over here no more. They just kept using them because they were nice. I don't care if you're nice. I don't care how nice. See, now, now you need to learn customer service if you're going to get some business. But with me, if I see that you can help make me money, I just see, just see this is the thing. And I'm going to sit down for real, for real. I'm for real. <laughs> see, the Bible says... Be as wise as servant, but as gentle as a dove, right? And he also said that you would tread on serpents. 
Now, tread on serpents don't mean take your little happy self out there and go find some rattlesnakes and walk in the rattlesnakes. No, he's saying you can handle crooked folk. You can handle folk that don't mean you no good. Do you know how many people that don't like me think I think they love me? You know how many people talk about me behind my back and I don't even care and I just smile and act like I know they love me? Huh? It's a lot of people. I don't care if you like me or not. If I got to do business with you, I'm going to let you think what you think because I got to be as wild as a serpent as zen as a dove, which means sometimes you got to stop letting your enemies know you know every move they make it. Because the more you let them know, the smarter they get. I'd rather them think I don't know anything. But this is the thing. Stop trying to be friends with everybody you do business with. Everybody not meant to be your friend. If you got 20 friends, you crazy. You too old to have 20 friends, not real ones. You can have some 20, you know, some acquaintances, but you ain't got about four, five good friends that's gonna ride and die, that's gonna be there even when they talk about you in the news, that's gonna be there even when people lie on you in the paper, that's gonna be there even when lies on you on the internet. Every, it ain't gonna be for about five good people around you. Ask Jesus, he only had 12 boys, one of them betrayed him, another one doubted him, nobody was at the cross, three of them fell asleep when he was going to pray, one of them cussed him out. Another one sent him to the cross. Come on, somebody. You, you, he, he, he only had 12 boys around him and only trusted three and still had to go in the midst by himself. So what am I telling you? Sometimes in the midst of your first business, you got to be a Nehemiah. You got to walk by yourself. Nehemiah went to the gate and said, you know what? I'm going to leave the donkey out here too because the horse might talk like it talked to the other prophet. So I don't even want the animal to come with me. You got to learn how to go somewhere by yourself because God is going to take you places no man or woman has ever been before. And sometimes you got to learn how to walk alone. And then God will show you through wisdom and discernment and prayer who you need to connect to. Lord, in the name of Jesus, right now, I ask for you to lift these men and women of God up, the ones on the, on, on the Zoom and the ones right here. Show them who they need to be connected to. Show them how they need to do business. Show them who they need to cut off in 2024. Show them how they need to grow their business. Increase their risk capacity so that they may go to another level and take calculated risk and do some things that nobody has done before. I know some people are calling them crazy right now but later on Lord they will call them eccentric because you're about to give them a blessing. Lord plant seeds right now in this networking event. Plant relationships right now in this networking event that will take them to another level in business with you because Lord you want to bless them because you want them to be stewards because you know that they will bless who you want them to bless. They will plant seeds where you want them to plant seeds. Lord, right now we dedicate every entrepreneur's business to you right now and we ask you to give them a discerning spirit to show them when they need to give, when they don't need to give, who they need to hire, who they need to fire, when they need to open, when they need to close, what they need to do. Lord, give them wisdom. We ask for you, Lord, to increase their capacity right now, increase their wisdom, 
Lord, as they draw nigh unto you, draw nigh unto them. Let them know that even though they may not be called to be a preacher or a prophet or a minister, their job, their business, their entrepreneurship spirit is going to bring people to you because when people see the character in their business and they understand it's you, Lord, who has given them favor because it's you, Lord, that gives us the power to obtain wealth. Lord, you said heaven and earth shall pass away, but your word shall never return unto you void. You said that you wish above all things that we be prospered in good health. Stand on your word. You said you would not withhold any good and perfect gift from us. You said you came to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly. You said you wanted us to be blessed in the valley and blessed in the field. You said you wanted us to be the head and not the tail above and not beneath the lender and not the borrower. You said that you wanted us to always have a good gift to be able to bring to you. You said, Lord, that you were rebuked the devourer. You said that you, you began a good work in us and you shall finish it. You said you're going to give us a good measure of blessing, pressed down, shaken together and running over and we won't even have room to receive it. We receive that right now for every entrepreneur in this room. We receive the abundant blessing. We receive the overflow. We decree and declare the blessings from on high. We decree and declare successful business right now, Lord. Ooh, I feel it. Even their imagination, Lord, do beyond their imagination. Whatever they can imagine, go beyond their imagination. Lord, allow them to walk and execute. So many of them have great ideas, but they're scared to execute. Lord, make their feet move like Joshua. Tell them everywhere that they step on, you will give them the territory. Let them right now, even on the internet, begin to take over territory. Let them right now increase their social media presence and take over territory. Lord, increase their entrepreneurship in the midst of the city, in the midst of the state. Increase that territory. Right now, we say the Jabez prayer, and we say, Lord, increase our territory right now. We believe it and we claim it right now in the name of Jesus. No more doubters will be around us. If they don't agree with us, we can't walk with them. How can two walk together unless they agree? And if you ain't clapping for me, telling me, Hercules, 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 I can't be around you no more. I need some positive people that are taking me to the next level, Lord. No longer will I be unequally yoked with people who don't believe in me. Lord, if they don't call me what you calling me, I don't want them to call me at all. Take me to the next level in your glory. Take them to the next level in your glory. Saying, saying, tell them you right now. I need y'all to repeat that me. Lord, take me to the next level in your glory. Take me to the next level in your glory. Lord, I'm ready for my increase. I shall receive my increase. And I don't care how much pain comes with the increase. See, that's what you got to be able to understand, people. You got to be able to handle the pain. Can you stand to be blessed? Can you take the pain that comes with the blessing? It's not that God don't want to bless you. Can you handle the pain? Because if you see somebody who's blessed, I promise you, you will see somebody who's been through trials and tribulations and pain and betrayal and, and people backbiting them and talking about them. Because when you begin to be elevated, the same people you thought was going to be happy and clap for you begin to be jealous because they were already jealous anyway. I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to sit down. 
when the boy with the epilepsy seizure walked up to Jesus, he went into convulsion. And the funny thing about it is, when Jesus walked up on the man with the lunatic man, the demons started acting a fool. See, sometimes you don't see your enemies that act like you're your friends until you start operating in your anointing. And when you operate in your anointing, then the demons have to identify themselves. And just because they identify themselves don't mean they're going to say, I'm legion. It just means they're going to start acting a fool around you. They're going to start cussing you out. They're going to start revealing themselves because when you walk in your anointed real estate, when you walk in your anointed, anointed cosmetology, when you walk into your anointed commission of the revenue, when you walk into your anointed makeup, when you walk into your anointed uh, fashion, when you walk into your anointing and that anointing comes out, them demons get disturbed because your light is so bright and they jealous and they know where you're going and they're mad because they can't go. I call them total collectors. I never want to be a total collector. Everybody going somewhere but you. And they there. And if you could just pay your toll, still be patient and continue to press through. Because if you faint not, you're going to win. Because he who began a good work in you, he going to finish it. I don't care how crazy your business look right now. It's going to be successful if you keep pressing. I don't care if it go out of business today. God will spring another one up tomorrow. He'll just revamp you. If you keep your tenacity spirit and you keep on here, renew your strength and you are not like an eagle. One thing about the eagle, the eagle don't care nothing about fighting his enemies. When they get a snake, it just grab a snake and take a snake all the way up so because they know the snake ain't breathe. If a bear or hunter come at it, 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 the eagle got two sets of eyelids and it pull down the thin layer and fly straight up into the sun because they know the enemy can't look in the sun like it can. When your enemy come at you, just fly to the son of God. They can't see you. They can't touch you. He'll keep you in this secret place. Anyway, I'm talking too long. I'm done. Happy New Year. I know y'all supposed to be here an hour and the preacher done lied and said he going to do eight points and sit down and just kept on talking. I'm believing for your increase. Amen. I'm believing that you are here for a reason because some of y'all weren't even supposed to get the email, but you got it and you here because God wanted you here. He ordained you to be here. And even if you don't have a business right now, apparently there's an entrepreneur spirit in you. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Greg met his mother at their weekly dinner spot. She was about 15 minutes late because she took a wrong turn. They chatted through the meal and she mentioned that she stopped playing cards with her friends. After eating, she excused herself and asked directions to the ladies' room. Greg missed three warning signs of Alzheimer's. Did you? Know where Alzheimer's and all dementia hide. Learn more at alz.org slash 10 signs. Brought to you by the Alzheimer's Association. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit fda.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Protect his home and family from disaster. Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Emerge Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, search Emerge Radio Show. On Instagram, Emerge the Magazine. And online, EmergeTheMagazine.com. Welcome back and welcome to the new year. I'm Dorothea Schuler, and you're listening to Emerge, the radio show. The show that's all about entrepreneurs and business and is the premier information source for business owners. We at Emerge aim to keep you informed and up to date. So if you're just now joining us and missed the previous interview, you can always catch up as well as listen to any of our previous shows just by visiting EmergeTheMagazine.com. Okay, let's get to it. We all proceed throughout the course of our lives based upon a series of decisions. A decision is a conclusion or resolution reached after consideration. And divine means excellent. So we're making an excellent choice. Now, with that being said, let's make the divine decision today to be authentic. The word authentic is an adjective meaning of undisputed origin, genuine. Wow. Undisputed origin, genuine. What significance does the word authentic have? Let me point out to you. Because it hit me as I started to write my divine decision, we are all authentic. Every single one of us. God made us that way. Now, the choice to remain authentic is up to us. I want to ask you the following question. It was one I repeat had to apply to myself while getting prepared to have this conversation with you. Do you find yourself compromising who you are to fit in and feel accepted or normal by those who you are in relationship with and particularly have some form of influence over your life? Do you make decisions or even alter your thought pattern to fit into or accommodate those around you when situations or circumstances arise that you know in your heart are not authentic? authentic to who you truly are or are in pursuit to become. When is the last time that you can recall taking a stance against the norm and disregarding people's opinion to not only reflect your true authenticity, but also to protect it? Yeah, I said it because I realized that every time that I fail to allow my authenticity to shine through and let that be the dominant factor in how I live from day to day, I'm failing to protect it. And this is true for us all. When I think back to my middle and high school years, a lot of the time I find myself asking, Dorothea, what were you thinking? Or why on earth did you ever do that? 
I usually recall that most of those decisions were made out of wanting to fit in, impress someone else, or God forbid, not let anyone think there was a possibility that I wasn't cool or down for the cause. Cause of what? A bunch of foolishness. Well, I do believe and I know that as I've become an adult, I've definitely made decisions that are not as foolish as when I was a teenager. But are the decisions I'm making now all a reflection of who I am authentically or are they riddled with the influence of others or the desire to fit in? We were all created by God to carry out a specific call on our lives and accomplish something that he only had us in mind to do. He gave us specific gifts and talents that set us apart individually and also blesses us and others when those gifts are released. While I share this next thought, I want you to think of it in the same light as your authenticity. We all know that every lock or safe has its own individual and distinct combination in order to unlock and possess the contents that are inside. You have to specifically use the numbers that were assigned to or programmed for the lock. You can't use the same lock combination as another lock just because it's identical or may even be the exact same lock and share the same manufacturer. You must use a combination that is authentic to only that particular lock to gain access to what's inside. That's us, each and every one of us. We must use our own authenticity in order to unlock the gifts and talents that we were specifically created to share with the world. That is where we reach our greatest potential and will accomplish our greatest successes. That's when we can be bold about who we are and confident in all of our ways and not compromising for fear of not fitting in. We weren't made to fit in. We were made to be authentic with our own looks, our own personalities, our own gifts and talents, likes and dislikes, our emotions and character traits. This is our own set of combinations. They all total up to unlocking who God specifically created us to be. I want you to ponder on this word. For you formed me in my innermost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will give thanks and praise to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being formed in secret and intricately and skillfully formed. So join me today by emerging into your best life and make the divine decision to be authentic, knowing that this decision will ultimately help to shape and create a path that reflects a light of excellence in our lives. This has been another divine decision with Dorothea. You can decide to be a part of Emerge the Radio Show by submitting your response to our signature question. What does the word Emerge mean to you? Share that with us on our IG at Emerge the Magazine. This week's response is from Paige Putman with Lineage Wealth Management Incorporated out of Norfolk, Virginia. Emerge means growth and potential. Yes, I love it. Thanks so much, Paige. We at Emerge know that you cannot reach your potential without growth. Thanks for listening to Emerge, the radio show, where we remain the premier information source of business. Emerge, emerge hey, that's one nice new bike, Josie. Yeah, birthday present. Rides really smooth, too. Oh, and I see you finally got a new helmet. I did. Bought it cheap online. Love those side wings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
You hungry? Yeah, I'm starving. And need some water, too. Okay, follow me. We'll turn off here. I'm right behind you. Hey, watch the cars. They can be crazy. Ugh. Teddy! No! Are you okay? Teddy! Somebody do something! I called 911. They should be here soon. Was this young man hit by a car? Yes, and I'm concerned because his helmet is smashed and cracked open. It's a brand new helmet. It's probably a fake. Please help him. Fakes cause real harm. You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Come to the Hampton University Museum and Archive. Free and open to the public, travel back in time and enjoy the masterpieces from the 19th century, the Harlem Renaissance, and even contemporary movements such as Africobra. We are home to the largest public collection of African-American art. You can also admire the museum's special gems like the Liberty Pin, used by Abraham Lincoln to sign the Emancipation Proclamation. Founded in 1868, we're the country's oldest African-American museum. Explore our 10 galleries of fine art from Pacific Islander to African to Native American. We also welcome students and educators to find over 10 million primary documents and photographs for curriculum research. We take pride in our national treasure and hope you do too. Call 757-727-5308 or visit museumathamptonu.edu for more information and events. Keeping you informed, we are the essence of HU 88.1 WHO. Follow us on Facebook, search Emerge Radio Show. On Instagram, Emerge the Magazine. And online, EmergeTheMagazine.com. I am Deshana Kemp Garnett, and it's time for my two cents. Hello and happy Wednesday. I'd like to welcome you back to another exciting episode of My Two Cents. So I want to get into today's quote, which is, I think, a financial gem, and it's invest in knowledge. It pays the best interest. So picture this in your mind. Your mind is a bank and every book, every course and every lesson is a deposit. The interest it accumulates is priceless. So why not make knowledge your most valuable investment? Because it's not just about the dollars and cents. It's about the currency of ideas, your growth and your success. So remember this, when it comes to the best interest you can earn, nothing beats the dividends of knowledge. I am Deshana Kemp Garnett, and that's my two cents. Here's what's coming up in Hampton Roads. Midnight Printers, Team Lamb, and Emerge presents First Thursday's Business Mixer. Work hard to play hard. Join us for a unique evening of networking and entertainment. Tell a friend and bring a friend. This takes place the first Thursday of every month at Apex Entertainment, 4621 Columbus Street, Virginia Beach, Virginia. A special thank you for the guests on today's show. To listen to past episodes of the Emerge Radio Show, visit EmergeTheMagazine.com. You've been listening to the Emerge Radio Show. All opinions expressed on this show are that of our guests and may or may not be shared by the Emerge Radio Show staff. Follow us on Facebook. Search Emerge Radio Show on Instagram, Emerge the Magazine, and online, EmergeTheMagazine.com.